Hello, welcome everybody back to the Insider Galaxy Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Hernandez, as always. Happy New Year to everybody. We got another episode of the first episode of 2024. Uh, we got some things to talk about. We got some moves that had happened, some trades, some free agency, um, some good trades, some, you know, trades that we weren't so happy about. Obviously, um, if you've been living under a rock, you know which one I'm talking about, but we're going to discuss about those trades, some more rumors, as well as just some extra Galaxy news, what we want to see now that we're in January with preseason around the corner. We're going to talk about things like that. So yeah, now is the time where we might get to see some movement. We've seen some movement, some movement already, but yeah, we got some things to talk about and it should be a good conversation overall. But uh, yeah, let's get started. And also with me, as always, is my co-host, LA Galaxy Central. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. There's not too much going on right now, which is nice. And yeah, we had the holidays, Christmas, the New Year's. I spent some time on the East Coast, so that was really nice, but I'm glad to be back. And yeah, you said it yourself. Preseason is just around the corner and we're going to get into it soon. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. Happy holidays to you. Hopefully you had a good trip out there in the east coast and you know you spent good time with your family uh, i know i did you know had some good time with the fam uh with the nephew taking him to some places and things like that but overall good holidays a little burnt out from them but you know what that's just how january is everybody's burnt out from just everything but yeah but like we said preseason is around the corner um uh from last episode there have been some moves that we have done uh which we'll talk about some of them right now i guess uh starting off first uh we did have a trade uh we traded for defender johnny nelson from st louis sc um i believe he's 26 years old he's not too old um in the aspect of it which is something that uh was it free agency i could have sworn it was a trade yeah i think it was a free agent sign oh Oh, well, point is, we did get someone from uh, from that St. Louis squad, whether it was a trade or free agency. And um, yeah, so Johnny Nelson comes in here, uh, like I said, defender 26, uh, not, you know, not too old, which is something that I guess an emphasis on this new Galaxy uh, way, I guess, that Will Kuntz is trying to get is not that mi- not old players. But um, anyways, yeah, Johnny Nelson joins in. That was the first signing or, uh, first, uh, I guess move that we had since our last episode. And, uh, yeah, let's start off with that one. Um, for me, I don't think that was a bad one. Um, of course it is some depth in the left back position because I believe he is a left back. Uh, so we get some depth in there since trading Raheem. And now that out is going to be the starter. You're going to have somebody, um, behind him who is a veteran in MLS like I said, played with St. Louis, I believe had some time in Cincinnati, um, you know, was I think also part of the, he was a part of an academy. I don't remember which one, but uh, he was part of an MLS academy as well. But FC so, Dallas, yeah, I we believe. get Johnny FC Dallas. There you go. And uh, yeah, so we get Johnny Nelson here. And uh, yeah, what are your thoughts about that one? What's your thoughts about that? Uh, you know, that signing? Yeah, I'm actually very excited about the sign because Nelson has been on a lot of good MLS teams before. Like, uh, he was on St. Louis last year, who was the top seed in the conference. He was on Cincinnati the year before, who made the playoffs. He was on FC Dallas a long time, and they were a really good team. And I think it's a good signing. I think he's going to be better than Raheem Edwards. I think he fits our system a little better. I like the age. I like the potential. I think, you know, you have chemistry with Edwin Cedillo, too, who also came from FC Dallas, so that's good. I think it's a great signing overall for a depth piece, but... After all, it is just a death piece. It's not going to be a starting player on our team, probably, unless Audi really struggles. But I still think it's a really good move, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. Yeah, I mean, definitely for sure. Um, when I saw this, I thought it was a good depth piece, right? I mean, that's what we 
what we you know what we're thinking right it's going to be a death piece and like i said the veteran uh ship of him that he has you know he's been on other mls teams good mls teams as well so yeah i mean i like the signing that when that one happened it wasn't you know i don't think anybody was too mad about that one we understood that that was something that we needed to address since raheem was traded and like you said i think it might it could be a better fit uh now that raheem's gone a better fit for us in, in the system and and like you said, I don't think Alda is really going to have, you know, any struggles. But if he does have some struggles, putting in someone like uh, Nelson would not be a bad fit, um, you know, in, in case that the, those struggles happen. And, and regardless, even just for other competitions, right, for U.S. Open, Leagues Cup, you know, wh whatever the case may be, um, you know, that that is a good signing for the Galaxy, um, you know, and, so, and it's a piece that we need to address for sure. Um Honestly, I have no other <laughs> notes for that one, unless you had any other things you wanted to say about Johnny Nelson. No, that's pretty much it. It should be a good death piece, and hopefully he does well. All right, definitely for sure. Now let's get on to another move that we had. This was a free agent signing, which did um, cost a little controversy controversy within the Galaxy community. Um, we did end up signing goalkeeper John McCarthy um, you know, from LAFC, uh, was like I said, was a free agent. This one caused a little bit of controversy, um, considering this guy, you know, helped LAFC get their MLS Cup uh, a couple years ago or a couple seasons ago, and now it's like, you know, a lot of people were just kind of like, why are we getting players from LAFC? He is the third player um, to now play both for LAFC and the Galaxy. Uh, the other two were uh, Nico Hamalainen and Raheem Edwards. So yeah, this one caused a little bit of controversy. Um, I know for you, you had some opinions about this signing when this happened. Um, but yeah, we signed John McCarthy, 31 years old goalkeeper. Um, what do you, what do you think about it? What, what are your thoughts about that one? Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on that. I think we can just break it down throughout this whole segment. It's kind of hard to say it all right now, but yeah, it's a very strange signing right now. It doesn't make any sense considering Jonathan Bond is still on the roster. People are saying he might get traded, he might get moved. I mean, I don't really know, but either way, I feel like it's kind of a weird situation either way because if you bring in John McCarthy, you have him as your backup keeper, that's fine, but then that would mean you're probably making Mikovic the number one if Bond gets sent off somewhere else and you know having Mikovic as the number one like sure he has good potential but is he really ready for that I don't know or if you have McCarthy as the number one goalkeeper like look he had a good shootout for LAFC a couple years ago but you know he does have some moments where he makes a lot of mistakes and he is kind of an aging player so I don't think you want him to be your number one goalkeeper or if you have Jonathan Bond as your number one and McCarthy as number two then Mikovic's development just goes down the drain and I think he's too good for Galaxy 2 so just right now, it's just kind of weird. I don't know how it's going to work out. It just feels like no matter what direction we're looking in, the goalkeeper situation is very strange at the moment. And yeah, I do agree with signing in from LAFC. That's just not a very good look. You know, it's been three players we signed from LAFC. They haven't signed any players from the Galaxy yet. So, I mean, I'm not a big fan of that either, considering he was an important part of their team. But he's here. I guess we'll contact connections to him, and we're going to have to have him on the team now. Yeah, I mean, obviously... Uh, a lot of, con like I said, a lot of controversy considering uh, that signing. Of course, uh, you know, LAFC fans, at least from what I saw, were pretty disappointed that he came to us. Yeah, there were also some LAFC fans who, you know, said, oh, you got the leftovers, which I did have to hear that from my cousin during the holidays since he's an LAFC fan. But, you know, there was, you know, some things to it. But, um, yeah, McCarthy's just interesting because, like you mentioned, you don't know what you can. It can go whichever way, right? Like whether we ship out bond or he becomes a starter or what does this mean for Mikovic, you know, there's a lot of different scenarios to the, to how this plays out. But I mean, 
the way I see it, it's just going to be a goalkeeper battle this preseason. Like, that's literally what it's trending towards. Like, I don't think out of the three that we have, there's not a, you know, solidified starter yet. Yeah, maybe Bond, just considering that he's been here for a while. But considering what he did last se- uh, his performance last season, you know, that's kind of hanging out there. So, to me, it just seems like this is going to be a big goalkeeper battle. I think this puts more pressure on Bond, considering now that you have someone like McCarthy, who is a veteran in this league, a guy who, you know, did co- come clutch for LAFC um, in that final. And I think this just adds more pressure to Bond. And I think now it's the matter of how Bond responds to that pressure, right? Um, of course, last year he, got, he did get some fan pressure, and I don't think he took that well. But now that you have, you know, an infield pressure, I guess you can say, that does change the, you know, the whole dynamic for Bond, right? Like, you know, how he deals with that pressure. And I don't know if it's a good thing or not, because again, like you said, it's just, you know, you don't know how this is going to go. Like, um, does he get traded or, you know, who becomes a starter at that point? I don't know. To me, it's a weird signing. I didn't like it through that aspect, but the idea, I guess I can understand what, what it's leading to. In a sense. The thing is, though, I don't like any of the scenarios, though, for all of the keepers, right? Like, I kind of mentioned them before. All the scenarios just seem like disadvantages to somebody or for the Galaxy as a team. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, because, yeah, you're right. I mean, Mikovic, it, it, although he does have potential, is he ready? I don't know yet. Um, and, of course, to me, I, I mean, especially for me, like, I know goalkeeper was going to be a topic this offseason. But I think it all depends as well on who's your back line, who you bring in as your defenders, and that's just going to ultimately, you know, be the this, the the break the decision maker, right? Too. It's like if any of these goalkeepers have to deal with a back line like we had last year, I no like realistically nobody's going to be successful, Even right? I mean, we we saw that last year. There. Yeah, I mean, any goalkeeper, you know, wouldn't be successful with that back line. So it's like to me, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's it just like there's a lot of different scenarios, a lot of different options for this, and I don't know. I I don't like it in that aspect um i mean i guess we'll see how it goes um and how this goalkeeper battle goes but i don't know to me it's just a weird signing overall um but anyways uh anything else about mccarthy or you should we move on i think that's pretty much it all right then uh let's go with the biggest news the biggest news that happened right before the new year which was tyler boyd getting traded to nashville sc um he gets traded for two international spots and up to 775,000 um of course 150 is guaranteed the uh, the rest is based off performance metrics this was a shocker because we didn't expect Tyler Boyd to get traded we expected him to be back with the galaxy we thought he deserved to be back with the galaxy was a fan favorite all around uh really displayed what what it meant to play for the badge and yeah, Tyler Boyd is no longer with us um, in a sense of that he's not with the Galaxy, of course. I sounded like that, like he died or something. But no, he's no longer with us um, on the team. He, he did go to, he got traded. Um, yeah, this was a shocker. And I think this really took people by surprise. And um, yeah, I mean, how, how do you feel about Tyler Boyd? I mean, this one was a pretty big shocker. 
I mean, yeah, just like everybody else, everyone was super surprised by that, including myself. I thought he was going to for sure be back on the team last year. You know, he played in Europe for a little bit of time, struggled a little bit, came to MLS, was playing super well. Honestly, his career was going on the up with the Galaxy. I thought even potentially he could have got back into the U.S. national team picture with the all MLS team squads, but who knows if that's going to happen now. It still can possibly, but I thought the Galaxy was a great situation for him. You know, he played through a torn quad, which by the way, I don't know how you do that at all. That just seems impossible to play through a torn quad and a broken hand. He was playing through us trying to drag our terrible roster to wins every single week and you know it wasn't successful in that but like who was at the same time but yeah like you said he deserved to come back we wanted to see him come back and the fact that he got traded just leaves a lot of question marks too he's a great starting caliber player not on a dp deal and you know it begs the question like why did we trade for diego fagundas in the summertime he's making 900k his value is going down right now he's not playing very well last season i don't know why we traded for him if you knew you had to pay tyler Boyd anyways but yeah, it's, it's a super disappointing trade. It's a player we all loved here, and I hope he does well in Nashville if Mukhtar, Zimmerman, and those guys. I hope he finds success there like he found here. Oh, I mean, definitely for sure he's going to have success in Nashville. I mean, considering the fact that, you know, last season, even though I, I guess Costa did play well, but he's not the caliber of, like, Hany Mukhtar was, right? Like, I mean, Hany Mukhtar's a proven guy in MLS, MVP, Golden Boot. Like, he's done everything, and the fact that, you know, he gets to play, you know, you know, with Tyler Boyd as well, and Tyler Boyd ha coming off a really good season, I think that just makes Nashville, you know, a much better team. And honestly, like, yeah, I wish him the best of luck in Nashville. But yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of questions to this trade. How did this happen? Why did this happen? And the honest answer is we don't know. We can only speculate. But I mean, considering the fact that um, it did happen a couple of days before the new year, um, I mean, I guess technically speaking, that just, you know, Tyler Boyd's contract with the Galaxy ended on the last day of the year, right? So um, I don't know if necessarily, you know, what happened in the, in the negotiations. Maybe Tyler Boyd was asking too much, right? And, you know, the Galaxy didn't want to do it. I mean, who knows what he, he was asking for. Maybe Nashville just came in with a really good deal, you know, with, with, the, with what we got, right? And, you know, maybe you didn't want him to walk in free agency and things like that, right? There's a lot of different perspectives on on what Tyler Boyd uh, or what happened with the negotiations with Tyler Boyd. So it was more kind of like, do you want him to walk on free agency and not get anything in return? Or do you want to get something in, in free agency or whatever the case may be? Right. I mean, what so, I would say though so is outside me, of a deep, sorry, can I go? No, no, go, go ahead. What I would say about that though, is outside of a DP contract, what is too much though? Because I think he's more than deserving of a max contract player. Is he asking for a DP spot? Because other than that, I think he should have easily been paid, especially with what you see how other players on this team in the past and now are getting paid to not be as productive. No, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't know, right? What if he did ask for a DP DP spot? Then out of the two, now you waste one on Tyler Boyd, which, I wouldn't do you that, know, maybe honestly. you can make... I mean, you could, I mean, I wouldn't either, but you could make the argument saying that maybe he did deserve one, maybe he didn't, who knows, right? But it, it really just was of, you know, what those negotiations were. And again, if you, if let's say the Galaxy were decided on, they didn't want to get, they didn't want to bring Tyler Boyd back, right? Maybe that's why they made the trade because you got something out of return and you did get a good return, right? You got two international spots, one for this year, one for next year. And then you got to, you know, you could get a good amount of money. I know a lot of people were saying, oh, we only got 150. Like that's nothing. Well, yeah, but there's a lot of performance metrics to that. And considering the fact that the performance metric money is like a lot, I'm assuming the Galaxy will get most of that back, um, depending on the metrics, of course. But you know, like it, it really just depends on what, what it was, right? Like if they weren't going to bring him back and that was decided, then 
I mean, I guess, you know, you had to get something in return. Um, that's the only way I see why they did this trade and why they, you know, they did it. But other than that, I mean, he, like we, like we said, he was very well deserving to come back, right? I mean, he was one of the few players who really did play for the badge, cared about this club, cared and really tried despite the, a lot of the bullshit with early on with the whole Chris Klein thing and just us just with the injuries and things like that and him being injured himself, right? So, I mean, he was very well deserving to come back. I really am disappointed that he's not coming back. And I don't know, like it really did. It really did hit hit people a lot. It hit me pretty hard. The fact that he won't be in a Galaxy uniform. But I don't know. The, the trade to me, it just seems, I don't know. It, it, to me, it seems like that we did him dirty, regardless of what we got in return. Like even if it was a good return, I, I just felt like it was dirty. Like we we really should have kept him. Like he was where well deserve of it i don't know but i i don't know if you felt the same way but like to me he like it was almost a little dirty in a sense doesn't that make you kind of regret the fagundes trade a little bit though because fagundes like i said earlier is on a max tam deal and he did not play very well last year so why did we trade him in the first place why did we trade for him because now you have that contract on the books when he could have just used his contract to pay tyler boyd who was a lot better and his value is going up right now because he just had a really good season so doesn't that make you question the trade a lot now not really because of the fact that Fagundes did have at least some sort of contribution. I mean, let's not forget, like, there was one point where he had, like, a con he had, like, a goal contribution within, like, five straight games or whatever. And then once the Galaxy just were at a point of no return, that's when he started, you know, playing bad as well. So, to me, I don't think, you know, trading for Fagundes was a regret. Uh, I think it was, you know, it was still was a good trade because we didn't give up much for him anyways. But... I, I I don't know. Like I I don't know if letting go of Fagundes would have meant that Tyler Boyd would have stayed. Like I I don't know if that really makes makes a difference. But well, they play the same um, position what, and they make similar money probably. So that's why I kind of brought it up a little bit. Well, I I mean I guess, but I I I don't know if that would have really made a difference in, in my opinion. And you know I I don't know if I regret now making that trade after letting Tyler Boyd go. Because again, at the end of the day, you did get money in return. You get you got something in return. So um, I, I guess that really does. I don't know. To me, I don't really correlate either either or. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, I don't know. But but I don't know. Um, but now that the now that Tyler Boyd's gone, that does leave a little bit of a difference within the roster. Now your wingers are like we mentioned, Diego Fagundes, who you know as of right now. You know, if we look at this roster, he's going to be starting. And then your other two options is either Johnny Perez or Gino Vivi. So right now, it really is weird on what we do with our winger situation, considering we thought we had that, you know, that area of the field set. And now well, it doesn't set, look like, like and now it looks like you had a guy starting at, at least. least. A, yeah, exactly. Like you, you look like you had some some at least decent depth and two guys starting all you needed was maybe another caliber player now but um you know now you got to get a start maybe even two starting caliber uh, you know players in that position and you know one of them's going to be a dp one of them maybe another high contractor maybe whatever the case may be but um yeah it is going to be interesting on what you know what they what they do with that position of course we did hear some rumors on 
you know, that position and other rumors as well, which I guess we could trans transition into those rumors if you want to talk about those now. Well, one more thing to add about Boyd, though. Didn't he mention in an Instagram caption that, like, he's going to a place now where he felt respected or something along those lines, I think. So I'm just wondering now, did something happen with the Galaxy and Will Coons, like, similar to Billy Sharp? Did then the negotiations go bad? Did they go downhill quickly? I mean, I don't know what happened if we'll go in an interview, say something, but it sounds like something kind of went down and it didn't end in the best way possible or in a very good way just by saying that. Um, I, I, I don't think he said, or I could look it up, but if yeah, that was the case, I mean, yeah, I'll just look it up real quick, um, in that post, because it was a pretty emotional post for Tyler Boyd. Um, I mean, considering the fact, another thing as well is that, you know, the galaxy was his essentially like, you know, his favorite team growing up, or at least his favorite team in MLS. Right. So it's like. That's another reason why I say that we did him so dirty. It's like he really did care for being here. He really did care for, you know, staying in here. Um, I guess I can just, I don't know if I want to read the whole caption. I guess we could um, in a sense, but this is what Tyler Boyd, it is, it's kind of long, but I'll try to make it, try to make it quick as possible. Um, This is what Tyler Boyd posted on Instagram, on social media. He says, I promise you, I never took a single moment for granted while wearing this shirt. I played through a broken hand and a torn quad because I love this club and I have since i was a kid a big thank you to the coaching staff teammates and every worker at the club for everything you did for me to the fans i can thank you enough for making my time here special and for making a dream come true you guys always supported me through thick and thin i want to make it very clear that i didn't ask that i didn't ask for the world just to be valued and respected and i'm excited for the next chapter where that will be the case god bless once a g always a g so that was his statement or his yeah, so he did kind of say that, which again, like I said, um, you know, it, what I said earlier, it's like with these negotiations, maybe Tyler Boyd was asking more than what we thought that we he was going to be willing to take. Maybe he did want a DP spot. Maybe he wanted, you know, whatever the case may be. And that's why the Galaxy made this move and made this trade, um, like I said, to get some value instead of him walking in free agency. Because I think that would, in a sense, I think that would hurt even more for Galaxy fans is that if you don't bring Tyler Boyd, but also let him walk in free agency, because then that means you just, you got nothing in return, right? So, I mean, in that aspect of this trade, that was, you know, good. But still, in the sense, it sucks because this guy deserved to stay. Um, so that that that's that's the only reason why I see this, how I saw this trade happening was just that they just couldn't come to a deal and the Galaxy just wanted to get some value while they could. Yeah, it's so. true. But I'm still going to go back to that point one more time, though. You know, you're talking about value right there. Unless Tyler Boyd was asking for a DP contract, which we don't know at all. Like, you could have just paid him Diego Fagundes' contract and never paid him in the first place or took on his contract. You could have paid him that, like, 900 k Kept Tyler Boyd, who I'd much rather have over Fagundes right now. But, I mean, Fagundes is still here. He still can be a, maybe a solid player for us, so we'll see what happens. But, yeah, it's just super disappointing overall. And I feel like it was preventable in a sense, but who knows what he asked for. Yeah, exactly. We don't know um, unless Tyler Boyd says what it was. Again, um, you know, the negotiations just probably weren't there. Of course, Will Kuntz is, you know, you know, running this stuff. This isn't Greg Vanny. So, again, maybe the, just that connection was, wasn't there. Um, but another point of view as well, you can take it, you know, uh, with Tyler Boyd. I mean, we talked about this last, last episode with uh, Caleb with the Columbus crew when they, um, you know, when they released uh, Zella Ryan and then they, you know, you know who, and then they went on to go win for a championship. Right. I told them like, you know, that's a tough decision to make, but if you make those decisions 
you know, that could be the difference between, you know, maybe winning a championship or not. I mean, when you think about it that way, right? So not saying that, that, that getting rid of Tyler Boyd is a championship move, but I'm saying, you know, we look at this now as a bad thing, but you never know what happens with with the rest of it. Maybe we, we have something different. Maybe something works even better for us. So you just never know. Um, I mean, if you want to look at it that way, go ahead. Yeah, speaking of getting rid of players, you know, this offseason, we offload a lot of players, which I did want to see, you know, after you have a really bad season like we did, you want to get rid of a lot of players. A lot of guys were out of contract. You didn't really care to bring them back. But if you are going to offload all these players, like some of our better players too, like Tyler Boyd, Billy Sharp, like those guys are really good for us. But then you still keep Chris Mavinga and Zavaleta on the roster. It's like, okay, what are you doing exactly? Are you going to overhaul the roster and get rid of some of the pieces that might not be good for you going forward? Or are you going to keep them here? Because you got rid of a lot of pieces and... A lot of those I think were deserving to leave. Maybe a few weren't, but like you still have two pieces that I think are not great members of this team, at least at the moment. Yeah, exactly. You know what? That th- those two keep catching strays. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, and they'll probably keep catching strays if. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, they'll, they're gonna keep catching strays. You know, with every, with every move that the galaxy makes. So, I mean, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you still have these two guys who, you know, don't really contribute at all, and then now you see someone like Tyler Boyd, someone like Billy Sharp who contributed to the team and also, you know, like I said, played for the badge. So it's like, um, it, it just seems pretty disappointing to see guys who actually do care about the team. I'm not saying that Zavaleta and Mavinga don't care about the team, but I'm just saying like, you look at guys who actually show that they care about the team and then you let them go and then you keep these, you know, guys like that. Right. So, and they're productive that, too. That's, that's also, that's a difference too. They're productive. Yeah, exactly. Like they're productive, right? So it's like, you know, they're productive. They care about being here and, you know, and you just let them go. So it's disappointing all around. Um, but again, uh, we hope Tyler Boyd, um, you know, the best in Nashville. Hopefully he, you know, balls out and we will be seeing him this season. I believe it's week three where we go to Nashville uh, up there in Geodis Park. So we'll be, we will be seeing him again. Um, you know, everybody's already saying that he's going to score a hat trick on us and, you know, that's his revenge game or whatever, but you know, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, for Tyler Boyd, of course, you know, best of luck in Nashville and hopefully he has all the success and, um, yeah, you got any other points you want to talk about before we move on? I will say from the galaxy perspective, I think it is good. They trained to an Eastern conference team and not a Western conference team. Cause you're not really making your own conference stronger in your competition. So that's at least good if you're going to do business like that. And you got international spots back. Yeah. So, I mean, again, the, 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 the return wasn't bad. I mean, I think it's just, you know, him leaving is just the, the worst it part was, about yeah. it, but, um, but yeah, but again, wish him the best of luck. Um, let's talk about some rumors. Cause there were a couple rumors that, that came out, um, bef- before we get to, well, I guess we could just start off with this one. Um, of course there was an offer, uh, the galaxy offered river plate for Pablo Solari, uh, for, for 10 million. That was, ultimately declined by uh river plate they wanted more money uh, another young uh argentine winger um in, in the rumor circle of course i don't know if that's going to be likely but again we saw earlier um or at least last month we saw with sosa you know young winger in the argentinian league in south america and then now we see pablo solari with this one as well so at least you're hopeful with the galaxy going with the right direction of trying to sign younger players and you know, young players that can be, you know, productive for us. Right. But of course we don't know if this is going to happen. It's, you know, difficult and we haven't heard anything else since, but, 
Um, when you heard that rumor, how'd you feel about that one? I know you are a River Plate fan, or you like River Plate, so how'd you feel about that one? I was about to say, yeah. actually, like it's funny how everyone says he's a winger, and I watch a lot of River Plate games. He's more of a second striker, actually. He usually comes off the bench or places our starting striker, and he doesn't really play winger that often. He can play winger. He is a pretty good winger, but he's more of actually a second striker or a center forward. I don't know why everyone's saying he's a winger, but yeah, back to the player himself. He's a really good player. He's very young, very promising. Obviously, he plays at a massive club right now. He's doing really well, too. I think his value is only going up. And yeah, River Plate, all right. Honestly, $10 million is not enough for him. The Galaxy are going to have to offer a lot more significantly if they want to try to get that deal done. But yeah, I don't think he is going to come to MLS. I think if he is going to make a move, it's going to be to Europe, probably. He has a lot of offers from there, too. You know, River Plate gets a lot of coverage. They have a lot of teams around Europe interested in their players. Like you saw from Man City, they got Julian Alvarez. And obviously, he's a world-class player, World Cup winner right now. So... River Plate are on the market. People know who Solari is, and I don't think the Galaxy are going to get him. But, you know, it's worth a try, but I just don't think it's going to happen at all. But I would like for it to happen. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when again, um, at least you're hopeful with the Galaxy with these rumors saying, like, hey, they're go- they're trying to go big on, the- on these players. And, yeah, although I don't think this might happen, considering the fact that, yeah, it's going to be a lot of money to get him over here. And, honestly, yeah, I mean, it- it- other European teams were interested. So it wouldn't be a surprise if he values that. Um, you know, to go to Europe, to Europe instead. And yeah, I mean, it is tough to get um, players from teams like River Plate from the big South American clubs. In all honesty, it's kind of hard to get some of those players. I mean, I mean uh, took for us. yeah, I mean, yeah, he took forever for us. I mean, you know, I mean, Caligari was on loan, wasn't even, you know, Fluminense is one of a big club in, you know, in Brazil. So like, I mean, when you look at Caligari, that was only a loan. So it's like, we, we'd even buy him. And it's just like, yeah, it's kind of tough getting players from those top uh, South American teams. But I mean, I don't know, at least you're hopeful with, with these rumors, right? Like at least, you know, maybe we don't get a Pablo Salari, but we can find some, you know, young player from South America or not even just South America, but just in general, just a young player, like a caliber of that, at least you're hopeful for that. Right. Well, there's two things that are good, and that's what I would say. One, it's good that the Galaxy are actually spending money. You know, they're willing to spend. They put $10 million for uh, Sosa. They put $10 million for Solar. So the money is there. They're willing to spend it, and they're trying to get these younger players. And, you know, we've heard early in the offseason, we heard a lot of fake rumors about, you know, these guys like Lacazette and I don't know who else, Morata, guys like that, that were not very realistic. Now you're starting to hear some of the more realistic names that are being reported that actually they do have interest in. So you like the DPs they're getting, but... You know, it goes back to the point, eventually, you can only be interested so many times, but eventually you need to get a deal over the line and get a player in. And with preseason being in about three and a half weeks, you know, I'm not saying they're going to be here for our first preseason game, not that they have to be, but eventually, like, before we play Inter-Miami, you would like to see, you know, a player or two in here that can help contribute to our roster already. So hopefully we can sign somebody soon and we got to see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I mean, January is where it starts to pick up. Uh, maybe a little more towards the end of January, but this is the time where it starts to pick up. Um, to but least. hopefully, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, we wanted to because, you know, uh, you know, considering the Galaxy last year for our winter window, we took forever when it came to our signings, right? So we're we're also hoping that, you know, that's a difference uh, this year. So, yeah, I mean, of course, I mean, it is, like you said, we can only be interested so much. I mean, we have to make the move at some point whether it's for these players or for other players, because now other teams in the league are starting to make some moves. I mean, you saw today FC Cincinnati getting Miles Robinson, uh, Colorado got a, a, a really good player as well. So it's like you're starting to see some teams make some big moves now, and now it's time for the Galaxy to start getting into that conversation. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, we'll, 
yeah, so we'll see about we'll see what happens there. Um, there was also another report. This one was fake because or was most likely fake considering the day was like an ape because I think the day was uh kind of like April Fool's Day, but for a lot of Amer- Latin American countries. Um, supposedly the Galaxy were interested in Romel Giotto, who uh, last played with Montreal, I believe. Um, had a good season with Montreal last time he played or his full season. Um, but it doesn't seem likely that that was going to to happen considering the day that rumor happened but if it was real we're you know how'd you feel about that one what were your what were your thoughts i guess i mean it's kind of a weird prank too because like why would they prank the galaxy why would they just put that player specifically there i just think that's kind of a weird prank but yeah if it It, was a prank i don't know you're gonna say sorry yeah yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i was gonna say it, it it didn't even seem like a prank because it did seem like a a logical like you know, rumor like it, it like I, I like I don't know why it it, w- it was fake. I don't know, but yeah, my bad. Uh, continue if you had some more points, but yeah, I didn't really have that much more to say. I think it would have been if it was to happen a good signing. I think it would have been a good Michael Barrios replacement. He can play on the week. He can play striker. He can kind of play in different areas of the field. He's a good attacker when he's fit. He does get injured a lot, and kind of like Douglas Costa, he is kind of a hot head. He gets suspended a lot of too, and. Yeah, but if he's not on a DP deal, if he's just on like a decent TAM deal, you know, you can kind of put up with that with the injuries and some suspensions. But he is a good player. He does contribute a lot. But yeah, I don't think he's going to come on the Galaxy. We haven't really heard anything since. So I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that was just kind of a false report, if anything. Um, again, it didn't feel like a false report whenever that happened. But, you know, I guess it was considering it was the Latin American April Fool's Day that day. Dia de los Inocentes is what it's called. But um yeah, I mean, I don't know. What, whatever. I, I mean, I don't think it's just going to happen. It's just probably a fake rumor. Uh, there was another rumor also that I forgot to write down um, was that the Galaxy were interested in Benedetto. Um, I don't think that one's going to happen oh, either. I mean, of course. But yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people didn't really like the, that rumor. Um, of course, Benedetto was in that conversation. I mean, if we were talking about Benedetto from maybe like a few years ago or maybe even like three, three, maybe four years ago, I think that would have been a good signing. But we're talking Benedetto now. I mean, eh, you know, I don't think that's a good one. But of course, that one did get thrown out there. Um, what were your thoughts about, about that being a possibility as well? Yeah, obviously, as a River Plate fan, I do not like him at all. I don't think he's very good. And, yeah, especially right now, he's getting older now, too. He's not playing very well. And, yeah, I don't want him on my team at all. And There's a lot of MLS clubs that reportedly interested in him. But, yeah, I don't want to be the one to get him. Just stay away from my club. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people had the same opinions about that one. I know Benedetto also played for America, so it's like I didn't really, you know, I don't like him when he was on America. Yeah. He was good. He was good with him, but I didn't like him. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That one doesn't seem likely either, but that was also another name that floated around um, within the Galaxy, I guess, sphere of the offseason. But, um, yeah, I think that was basically all the rumors that we had for for the yeah, Galaxy, unless I'm missing any of them. One more. Remember what was Paulinho, the other one? The per- Paulinho, the Brazilian striker, the 23-year-old? He rejected a move to the Galaxy, unfortunately, which would have been a massive signing. It would have been insane. Uh, I understand why he rejected the move. I mean, he's really good playing really well in the Brazilian league right now. I think almost has as many goals as games played there. And he has a ton of interest from European teams too, kind of similar to Solari, but actually even better. He's going to get a big move to Europe, probably a club in the Premier League or the Champions League, you know, one of those big clubs right there. So yeah, I'm not surprised he rejected a move to the Galaxy. I don't even blame him at all. But yeah, I wish we got that signing, but obviously not very realistic at all. But we've got to keep trying. Hopefully eventually we do get some guy in who's really good. Yeah, 
I was going to say I did forget about the Paulinho signing, which, yeah, didn't seem realistic. And again, we don't, you know, we don't blame him. He's going to go to Europe. I mean, that with how he's been playing. So, yeah, I mean, again, good for the Galaxy to try to target these guys. But, you know, at the end of the day, like we said, we got to get, you know, somebody in. I mean, I think the Galaxy people are just like anxious on a signing and not just like a, a depth signing like, you know, the McCarthy's or the Nelson's. Like, we want an actual signing. Yeah, like yeah I mean, it's like we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it's like we need these big, we need a, a big signing. The the Galaxy community is anxious for one, and I, you know, we're just, we just got to wait to see what happens, I guess. But I mean, yeah, I mean, again, good. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're all anxious for one. We want one. We're, we're craving for one, I guess. I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, of course, uh, good direction from the Galaxy when it comes to these interests or these rumors, but. At the end of the day, we got to get somebody in um, for the team. Honestly, for the Galaxy, though, I think it would be better if they went out of the South American market, they went into the European market, because I feel like there's so much talent in Europe, but there's a lot of players that maybe don't get playing time on their teams or maybe just are not in a great situation right now that would love to come over to MLS or, you know, try to revive their career. Like Ricky Pooch, for example, he was really good in Barcelona, not really getting a lot of playing time, kind of fell out of the organization's plans a little bit. You know, we got him on a great deal, and now he's one of the best players in Major League Soccer. We can try that somewhere else, maybe in Europe. Not even necessarily with a big club, just all around, like, top five leagues in Europe, you can find players that are on the bench, maybe oh, got sent down to the second team, who knows, maybe didn't even make the team squad, that can be really good assets for this MLS, not only for the MLS, but also for the LA Galaxy, and I think that would be just a really good sign to try to make, instead of the South American market, where it's hard to get players off teams, because, you know, good prospects on South American teams don't always come around very often, like, for example, we were trying to get Sosa from Talardas, or whatever their club name is, it was very difficult to get them off, because... They don't have prospects that often, but maybe in Europe, you know, talent comes around a little more often. You can get a really good player for a cheaper price. Maybe they should try exploring that market a little bit more. Or maybe somewhere else like Africa or Asia. I don't know. There's a lot of good players around everywhere. But the South American market, you're right. It is very difficult to get players out of that market for sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, mean, it's a big world out there. There's a lot of different options that the Galaxy can go look for. I mean, of course... You know, we, we like to see, you know, players from South America, but there's also the European market, like you said, and even just places where you don't expect it. Right. Like, I mean, when you look at just other players around the league, it's like, you know, there there's some play, there's some some of the best players are, are from places that we don't even know. Right. Or like places that we hardly even know. So it's like, yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of different options for the Galaxy, a lot of different markets they can explore. Of course, they did look into the, you know, Asian market with also with, you know, with Japan and everything like that. So it's like that, you know, they got to explore different places and, and, you know, they got to find out where that hidden gem is, but you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes for sure. Um, when it I comes just think to Europe's the, the best one because tactically they're very well understood. And there's just a lot of places in Europe. There's a lot of talent. There's a lot of depth. There's just a lot of everything, a lot of competition. I feel like Europe, you can also get a player for a cheaper price because the club maybe doesn't value them as much because the roster is so deep. Or for example, like Barcelona, remember their roster is pretty deep too, full of talent. So they kind of let Ricky Pooch go easily. Or there could be other clubs in Europe too that just let players go that want them to develop that even maybe could possibly give a loan with an option to buy. Who knows what could happen? There's many possibilities, but I just feel like the European market is stacked with talent all around because the best players want to play in the best competitions that's there. But, you know, if they have an opportunity to be a key guy or a starting player like Ricky Pooch is or maybe somebody else would be if we got somebody from over there, I feel like it's just a really good opportunity and probably at a cheaper price. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, definitely for sure, Europe Europe is always going to be, um, especially for the winter window, right? Because, of course, 
um europe europe at this point is you know moving a lot of things around too and you know you can get a lot of good players out of there so that's why the winter windows is always more european based of course so it's like yeah we can always look into that market and you know, like you said, there is probably that someone who, you know, needs more playing time or or a team that just has way too much, you know, good depth and they're willing to, you know, let a player go or whatever the case may be. It's like, you know, like it, it just, you know, the Galaxy just got to explore and, and find the good deal. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes and, you know, can't pass up on the opportunities on, on some players, right? Like how... You know they did with Santi Jimenez, which also got resurfaced oh, yeah. around the internet during, during the time. Which, but no, it's not new. But it, it's just it does hurt a little bit hearing it from DTK in that interview with with uh, Hercules Gomez saying that you know the Galaxy said he wasn't good enough, and you know I wonder who that person was. I really want to know who that person was because you know I don't know. It, it just it, it blows my mind. But you know what? As a Mexico fan, I'm I'm glad where Santi is right now. But still, though, regardless of what I'm. You know, regardless of that, you know, Galaxy just got to find their guys and, you know, can't pass up on some opportunities. But, you know, we'll see how we'll see how that goes as well. It's definitely good they're willing to spend, though, like you saw the $10 million offers going around for two guys. If you spend that other money, like even in Europe or still in South America, like eventually, like if you keep trying, you'll probably find a guy eventually. And hopefully it turns out to be really good once we do find, hopefully find that guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hopefully, because again, but again, it's not just the matter of spending money. It's the matter of spending money on the right person, right? Exactly, so, yeah. Because obviously, I mean, I mean, yeah, because remember the last time we spent a good amount of money, that was a, that was a European player, that was Kevin Cabral, and look how that turned out, right? So, you know, at the end of the day, it's not too, about, but... yeah, I mean, it's not about just spending the money. It's about, you know, finding the right, you know, the right personnel, I guess, in, in a sense, because... I don't know, but oh boy, we'll see. We'll see how it goes uh, for the galaxy. I mean, we want something soon, but hopefully, you know, something pops up. I don't know, but but anyways. Um, so yeah, I guess that was just it for the rumors. Um, you have anything else to say? I don't think we really had any other stuff about rumors as well. No, just hopefully they can get a guy in soon. You know, we're all excited to see somebody new. We're gonna have some new players next season, but we're excited to see who it is, and hopefully we can find out sometime in the near future. Yeah, definitely for sure. Hopefully we, hopefully it, it picks up, uh, you know, in the next couple of weeks. Um, before we go, um, of course, let's talk a little bit about Galaxy news that we'd want to just to throw out there, just to get get some Galaxy conversation in there. Um, we are getting a third kit next year, uh, which is something that's you know interesting because we saw some teams last year get some third kits. I believe both New York teams got one. Uh, Atlanta got one. I'm pretty sure another team got a, a third kit last year. I don't remember which one it was, but I know those three for sure got one last year. I know um, Toronto got one. I, I believe Toronto was another, that was the other one, right? Yeah. They had like some like purple kit or something, no? Or something like that. I could, I could be wrong, but, but yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Toronto was the other team, but yeah, Galaxy getting a third kit this year. Apparently it has the same colors as the community kit, like the hat I'm wearing, which is why I wore it or the hat, but apparently it's going to be the same colors as this. Um, you know, a lot of people were questioning the fact that, you know, we had the community kit a couple years ago. Why are we using the same colors? Is this going to be another, you know, another version of that community kit? I don't know, but um, yeah, we're getting a third kit this, this year. Um, are you, you know, are you interested in the third kit or how, how do you feel about the third kit in general? 
No, because the past couple of years they've only worn the white home kit anyway, so I don't know. I don't really have much hope for it. They probably will barely ever wear it, so I'm not going to waste my money in buying it. If they wear it, that's cool once or twice a year, but I just don't really rate it that much. Yeah, I mean, that's true because, you know, we always wear the white kit, which we are getting a new white kit this season anyway, so, you know, we'll, we'll see we'll see how that white kit looks. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, to, to me, I just hope they get it. I don't know. It's nice. Because I at least like the ones that they, they released last year. Like, it was tied to the city. Like, I think uh, the Red Bulls had something, like, hip-hop related. NYC had, uh, like, something do, to do with, like, the the parks in New York. So, it's like, it tied with the city. So, like, I'm just hoping, like, if they release a, a third kit for the Galaxy, it's something similar where it's tied into the city and things like that. And I don't know. Like, ho- hopefully something something nice, but... But like you said, like we only we only wear the white kit anyway, so it's not like, you know, you know, unless it's like really good, we'll we'll see how it is. But you know, I mean, we barely even wore that the the LA kit back there, so it's like, and that's a really nice jersey, so it's like I don't, I don't know why, yeah. So I don't know. But anyways, that was just a little bit of you know other galaxy news. But other than that, um, I really have nothing else to say unless you got some other points before we move on or close it out. Yeah, I got- well, I got one more point. We have preseason in three and a half weeks. Our first preseason game against St. Louis. That should be very interesting too, especially considering where our roster is at right now. Which to say, it's not great, but we got to see what happens in the future or these next couple of weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Because you know, hopefully, it's a productive three weeks. If it's not, then I'm definitely gonna have some questions for sure when it when it comes down to that. But uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see how this goes. I mean, I think the team in general reports and probably like before that right i think they probably do it in like yeah, a week course. or two probably, yeah, yeah so the team the, yeah probably so like the team's gonna definitely start reporting soon but uh yeah i mean of course like we said preseason is around the corner uh now because now that we're in january it's you know it, you it's only like a like another month or two before the season starts so it's like we're really like right around the corner from the season starting so yeah I mean, this is where it picks up. Hopefully, it picks up, and hopefully, we get some guys in in the building to help us. So, uh, yeah. But anyways, uh, I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, go follow me at Insider Galaxy on Instagram on X. Go follow LA Galaxy Central on Instagram. And um, yeah, I mean, you have anything else to say to the listeners before we go? No, that's pretty much it. Hopefully, we get some signings in soon. Yeah, definitely for sure. Which I will say, I think we did get a little spike in listeners um, from the last episode and from things like that. So if you are new here, welcome. Um, Of course, hopefully you stick with us for the season. And, you know, of course, like I say, be a friend, tell a friend about this podcast, wherever, whenever you're listening to this podcast. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day, rest of your night. And hopefully everything, you know, goes good for you this year. Um, So, yeah. But anyways, thank you guys. And uh, cheese up. Seven words. Be-